nigger is a star Every nigger is a star Who will remind that you and I And every nigger is a star Alright, welcome to another episode of Lead the Wave. I'm your host, Sifi Cool Kid. And uh, I just want to start off by saying uh, Happy Black History Month. Uh, it's been a lot going on this month of February, so um, I am back to do another episode. So, um, in lieu of Valentine's Day and all the stuff going on, you know, we're going to be focusing on today's episode, which is on love, sex, and relationships. And this episode, I have some very special guests with me, um, and we're going to hear about a different perspectives. So, um, I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Hi, this is Tierra Nicole. Hello, this is Marquise. <laughs> What's up, everyone? It's King. Okay, so these are my guests, and um, they're going to be here to talk about love, sex, and relationships. And basically, um, we have these cards here that have different questions, and we have, we're going to randomly select, and we are going to just, you know, shoot away with our honest thoughts and perceptions of these topics. So, um... I guess, are you guys ready to start the show? Yeah. Well, first off, how are you guys doing? Doing great. Doing pretty good. Can we pass a question if we don't want to answer it? Um, Everybody has to answer the question. (laughs) Um, Yeah, you have to. You have to. Okay? But we're going to have fun. Um, Just be yourselves. It's going to be all right. So. I want to be Bornell Hill. You said what? (laughs) I want to be Bornell Hill. I'm getting the Martin vibes. Okay. So you You can can be whoever you want to be. Okay. Did you miss me? <laughs> <laughs> let's right. get it. Let's get it. Okay. All right. That's enough. <laughs> that's going to be your phrase. Every time. It is. Random, yeah. Just randomly say that. Just randomly just come out and say it. <laughs> and this is this is interesting because this is my first conversational with guests podcast nice. episode. So oh, I'm, I'm really excited. Yeah, you guys yeah. are the first. Right. We are popping this chair. The first <laughs> But um let's go ahead and get started with the questions. So uh I guess I'm gonna go first. Alright, and the first question is Do you maintain a relationship with your ex's kids even if things don't work out? Yes. Why? Because it was a genuine relationship, and it's a kid. So? So. It's, <laughs> it's a kid, and if they care, I, I don't mean... Now, it depends on what type of relationship. If it's a telephone relationship, and they call or FaceTime from their tablet, of course. I'm going to, hey, check in with them, because I genuinely care. When I was with that person... I genuinely care for you, and it still goes on. Now, I, as a woman, am going to respect the boundaries. So if there is someone else in his life, I'll have a conversation with dad and say, hey, dad, you know, this is what's going on, whatever. But if that kid genuinely wants to say hello, I'm going to be there. Oh, that's nice. I, I don't feel that way. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I, I, I mean, if I can't claim that kid on my taxes, why am I mm. keeping a relationship with you? Mm. You couldn't claim him before. Right, but I mean, I could right. I could have worked towards that, and yes, so now yeah. there's no possibility of this happening. I'm not keeping in touch with this child because what's the point? Like, I, I think it just depends. It, yeah. Like, 
uh, like Tierra was saying, it just depends on like the relationship that that uh, person has built with the child. So for me, um, my mom and her ex, you know, uh, quote unquote ex, because I never really know what the deal is really giving. He was a person that came to our lives when I was in fifth grade. And so for me, uh, them dating all the way through me being in college, like at the point that they decided they weren't together, that's still my stepdad. And at the point that I need something to this day, if I need him to come and do to anything. Day. To this day. To this day. I can call him, but I feel like that's because we developed a relationship that we have right. a sense of responsibility to each other. Now, in a situation where you're 18 and your mom got a new boo and, you know, y'all might meet and or whatever, like, I don't see this, the um, purpose of remaining in a relationship or remaining in communication because it can complicate things, especially for, even for us being grown now, the fact that we still call him our stepdad, like, you know, yeah. it can make my mom feel uncomfortable at times if that's not someone that she's interested in romantically. She still feels obligated or responsible to keep him around or to include him in decisions or to bring him to events that involve us because of the relationship that we have each other, with each other even though it might not be comfortable for her okay mm. and I agree I, I think that uh, I would maintain a relationship uh, with the child too and that's because you know just like how y'all said just basically if we do have a you know established relationship then I would want to keep that because I think that would be important so I'm the cold heartless person. I mean, <laughs> wow. We're not judging though. We're not I judging am. at all. That's fine. Judge me. <laughs> the only rules to this game was that we have to just keep an open just mind. Be honest, now, keep know? an open mind. So you may yeah. have some stuff that you don't agree with, but we just gotta keep an open mind. But even like even on um like housewives when Peter and Cynthia were going through their breakup, y'all remember how devastated Noel was? Like that nobody mm-hmm. thought enough to even include her and what was going on. Just because we have a relationship with each other. Mm-hmm. But you know, that's just But that oh well, yeah, I guess that is an ex, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but you think he's still keeping contact with her? Absolutely. Oh, okay. And how long were they married? Like three years. Ooh. Like that's three, a little longer than that. Like five <laughs> or six. Oh, okay, yes, yeah, really. It's a little longer, but yeah, yeah. under ten. Mm-hmm. Under okay. ten. Yeah. Well, <laughs> okay. <five. laughs> okay. Okay. Next question. I go ask. What you put for me? Oh, all right. Here we go. Is it okay for your family members to be? These are personal. Is it okay for your family members to befriend your ex? What do you all think? Oh. I still talk to my ex's mom. And I like. And his brother. And I'm going out to see them soon in California. (laughs) Because he is such an amazing person. So I think it depends on that person's family, you know, and how they, you know, on your ex's family and their relationship with your ex. Well,. Your ex's relationship with his family, you know, mm-hmm. if they're okay with it and he's okay with it, then yeah. Because I have a similar situation with my sister. Her ex-husband, every time he come, every time like our family from um, Augusta comes into town, they're looking for her ex-husband, and they were divorced for like fifteen years. Now. Well, I will say my therapist said that it's not a good idea. And that's what I was gonna say. I, I won't say. I won't say that it's not. Period. I wouldn't say explicitly that it's not a good idea, but just something to think about, something to consider. So think of this: um, if everyone in the situation isn't fully aware of what the situation is, my biggest fear, and even taking it further than family, like should your friends remain like cool with your ex? Like if I introduce you to someone. That, 
Because the situation can be tricky. If I'm inviting everyone that right. I am cool with to an event and my friend comes and their ex is there and they don't know, like, that can just be a, a issue. Or if the ex comes with their curant, now you feel some type of way because, you know, you feel like that's kind of in my face. But at the end of the day, mama probably didn't even know that you had a new person. But I really like Tierra. I really like when y'all are dating. So I want to keep her around. But then everyone's feelings are like tested depending on how the situation goes. So you just got to be clear and open about the conversation. I would think it for me, it depends on the means of how the relationship ended. So if it was toxic, mm. if it was a toxic ending mm. and some fuck shit happening, then I felt like they don't need to. But if it was a mutual understanding and we just decided to part ways, then mm. I would still be cool with that. So can I ask this question? Yeah, can I ask like, you? Well, you? I just want to be. So cool. can I ask? <laughs> well, 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 at the red table. <laughs> 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> 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 Can't anyone else? <laughs> Red table, it's a brown table, table. <laughs> and it's a beautiful We're table. Red. It is beautiful, it is it's expensive. <laughs> I want to ask you a question then. So, so with that relationship, did it end in a toxic relationship or was it an okay? Well, ending? with that individual, we uh, I will say that it was a beautiful relationship and it didn't end on good terms, but because we connected and bonded the way we did. Or the child connected and bonded with me and the family connected and bonded with me because I am going to be myself. I'm silly. I'm genuine. And I, you know, it is what it is with me. And I think they saw that. They saw what I had going on, the positive vibe. So they wanted something like that in their family. So even though him and I don't date anymore, they're still like encouraging of me. Um, the brother who lives in California, we still talk and connect in like so many ways and just joke and laugh. But again, I did want to go visit with him, but I didn't because again, therapist was like, okay, well, if you're going to California and you're passing through, are you going with another purpose? Yes. But just for that ex's family member, no, you have to let those ties go. So it's not a good idea. And I understood what she said, but, um, it ended toxic, but we still have a positive vibe. I have another perspective. Even So I have two brothers. And since I have two brothers and, you know, they've been my brothers all my life, every ex that they've had, uh, if there was someone that we were cool with or we went to school with, like, you know, there's still a relationship that remains. But then you get into those situations where it's like, I want to tell my brother about a situation. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, I saw so-and-so and his yeah. current girlfriend is sitting there. And I, I have to take a moment. I'm oh, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, but the one thing I love about my brother is like, oh, that's my ex-girlfriend that he's talking about now. And I'm like, you know, it just makes me feel awkward. Like, I would never want to put yeah. them in an awkward position. So how do we, like, eliminate that or streamline that is by, like... Because they'd be like, why is he still communicating right, with why? you about, about right. your ex? And like, then the exes still... will come to me. Some <laughs> of them have. Some of the exes have come to me trying to get me to advocate for them. And I'm right. like... See, and that's going to stir up. Is, you know, <laughs> in a very happy and healthy relationship. Like, I can't help you on that end. Mm-hmm. But I can encourage you to continue to be the great person you are. But when I was the current girlfriend, I didn't play that. Exactly. So I try to respect boundaries. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. I know how it would feel. It's tricky. Some things we should just not involve ourselves yep. in if we don't have to. Yep. Okay. Good question. So, my turn. Yep. Alright. <laughs> um, Alright. What's wrong with letting a guy have sex on the first night? You don't really know him. 
You don't really know. I mean, I think that I have friends who have uh, done that, but I could never do it. Not that I'm approved, but I could do it because <laughs> I don't really know what's next. I don't really know him. I don't really know uh, men lie, people lie, numbers don't kind of thing. But I think... I think that they can have a relationship. They can have something else going on. So, and I'm an overthinker, so I couldn't do it. Well, I, go ahead. I was gonna say I agree with you, and it's it's weird because I'm a man, and for men, um, I think the expectation is that, well, in my opinion, men are just promiscuous by by nature, and it takes for them to care enough to like give that away or give that up and just give it to one person. And so for me, I think about the preparation that goes into like having sex. You have to prepare physically, you mm-hmm. have to prepare mentally, and then you have to perform, and then you have to prepare like emotionally for what comes after it. And so for me, I have to be able to make a conscious decision yeah. um, about whether or not these four preparations and this performance is worth the yeah. aftermath. But I will say that I do envy people who are able to separate all those things from sex because... I would, you know, we all have needs and we have desires, but I will really neglect those needs for the anticipation of what, you know, the struggles might be during the aftermath. So I just like, you know what, I'd rather than to deal with this and then have to worry about all these things. I'll just not do it until I feel comfortable enough to do it. Okay, you want me to go? Go ahead, Ron. I mean, I don't think anything's wrong with it. I think that... uh, I think that the people, I think when you're just deciding to have sex on the first night, I think you have to also like gauge the conversation and the mood that happened prior to that. Cause it's kind of like you can, I feel like if you're an adult, you should be able to tell based off of the night or what y'all had. Or even if y'all communicated that, look, this is what I'm here for. I just wanted to have sex the first night and this is just what I want to do. But, um, I mean, cause it's, I look at it both ways cause it, it could also be a thing of like, I just know what I want. So the person makes you just say, Hey, I know what I want and I want to have sex with you. So can I do this or not? So, I mean, I think that if you equate not having sex on the first night to a committed long, dis- long relationship, then that's, I don't think that's like, right. Like, you know, makes sense to me. It kind of like, I don't think, I'll, I'll, I'll just don't see how the sex makes a big impact on the longevity of the relationship. And so, that's kind of what I was So, thinking. I mean, it depends. I mean, if you can handle having sex on the first night and still get to know somebody, or can you handle sex with, with um, somebody on the first night and still possibly having this fall off, it depends on your mental health. And so. that's kind of it. I'm happy you said it because I thought I was going to be by myself again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> for this. Because that's kind of how I feel. Like, if you are going, like, we're adults, so... We have to make adult decisions. That's right. If I'm going into a situation and I know what I want at that point, if I want to have sex, then I'm going to have sex. You know, if I'm not looking for anything after that, you know, it is what it is. But I mean, it shouldn't just be like, I don't think anything is wrong with me kind of knowing what I want and wanted to do exactly. that and just kind of cutting ties. Or, you know what, this could lead to something better because now I know what I'm getting myself into you know so I want more 
So I think it can kind of go both ways, but I definitely don't see a problem with it. Yeah, there has to be a communication with it. That's all. Yeah, and you have to know yourself, and and when you've been in situations where you have done that, mm-hmm. and you uh, have been like feeling some type of way afterward, why would you continue to like put yourself in that position? But if you are someone who's able to do it, you know, and what happens happens, then. Hey, go for it. Like, you know, tear it up. I think it's definitely based <laughs> off up. it's based off of the individual though. Because yes. you know, some people are very emotional people yes. and they can't they can't separate, you know, they if they're going on a date, they're going in into it with the purpose of this could potentially be a long term thing. You right. know, not like let me just talk to this person, let me see what they're doing, right. you know, let me feel them out. Mm-hmm. And so if you're very emotional, I don't think that would work for you. Right. Okay. King, you're up. All right. <clears throat> King. <laughs> All right, Marquise. Let's keep it cute. Does <laughs> <laughs> the length of time in a relationship determine whether or not you put up with certain things while together? Ooh. Yes. No. Okay. I, I, you say yes. I say no. Well, if you know, I, recently I was at a book signing with Megan Good, and um, uh oh, name drop, let me tell you, drop, I'll pick it up on you. Name drop, just dropping names. And one of the things that she looked out in the crowd and made eye contact and said to me is that sometimes you eye contact, okay, it's a personal <laughs> I, message. I was in the background. But I think one of the things that she said was that you know. When you know what you have, you know their worth. So if certain situations happen, you stick around a little longer because it's you, you have something good and you, you've invested time, you've invested care and love, and you know what you're dealing with. Certain things you overlook because of the value of that person. Mm-hmm. So, and I agree with that. That's real. Dang, you just made a point. Well, can't, can't read the question again because I I came from a different perspective, and I did too. But I I can but see. Read it again. Was, okay, so does the length of time in a relationship determine whether or not you put up with certain things while together? So I said no because I was coming from you know if you start something month number two, at that point now I I have the the option to say whether or not I'm going to put up with it. Or if you bring something on in month number 10, I'm probably not going to put up with something now because this is too brand... Like, where was this yeah, 10 months ago? Yeah, you can't forget about the honeymoon phase of dating. And that's what I'm going to say. Facts aren't feelings. And that I think that's the hard like delineation that you have to make because it's easy to say what you would or would not do if, if this... Nigga, I can say nigga. Yes. If this nigga, <laughs> you don't said it now. All right. <laughs> I know he has editing software. He's such a guru at this. Uh, so, you know, Easy. But but if this person, <laughs> if this person cheats, if this nigga cheats on me, then I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, and I'm not going to do X, Y, and Z, and what, what, what. But then I've been in the situation, and I I have understood that you know. My feelings at sometimes overshadowed the facts. Not saying that I've been cheated on, but uh, that is something that you know. That's an easy way. That's an easy point to look at. Like we've all said at some point, if somebody cheat on me, I'm gonna do X, Y, and Z. But when you're in the thick of it with that person, you can never tell what your reaction is going to be until you get there. But what I do like to see is the capacity of people. 
Um, even if they're not demonstrating at their full capacity, I need to see your capacity. That can be a good capacity that you have. You can have the capacity to be a loving husband, but you can also have the capacity to be a cheating ass nigga. So if you give me an opportunity to see that you have cheating ass nigga capacity, then I have to make a decision whether or not that's something I want to deal yeah. with. Hmm. Because if you do it once, do it again. you yeah. will. You will. Oh, and that yeah. doesn't change the fact that you feel guilty who about it. Who is the person that, that said um, when a person shows you who they are, believe them? I don't know. Maya Angelou. Maya Angelou. <laughs> the first time. She said believe them the first time. <laughs> believe them the first Yeah. Well, Let me ask you a question. Is that true forgiveness? You can forgive someone and not expose yourself to the toxic toxicity that they bring around you. So I can forgive you and say that I don't want you in my space. Mm-hmm. I think that that's still forgiveness. Forgiveness is saying I don't hold this against you. But based on who I am, I can see you. I can speak. I can, you know, be cordial. I right. can do whatever. Mm-hmm. But that just means that I know you have the propensity to hurt me. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to deal with you as such. Mm-hmm. But oh, I forgive yeah. you. Yeah, that makes sense. I was going to say, hell no. I'm going to forget. I might say I forgive you, but I ain't going to never forget. Which makes it so that I never really forgave you because you try it again and I still bring back up what you did. Exactly. And that's so, why people have so many insecurities yeah. in their relationships based on things that they try to get over mm-hmm. because they love that person. That's but true. I'm still scared that you texting somebody or when I call you and you answer the phone, my first thought is you with that bitch again. Like, you know, I don't ever <laughs> want to be in yeah. I don't want to be in that place. Yeah. And I've seen it in Friends mm-hmm. and I've pulled up at a house or two, oh. you know, in my day too just to see what was going on. Right. Bust the window Sometimes you gotta pull up. <laughs> pull up. Okay. Um, is it a problem if your partner doesn't post you on their social media? Yes. Hell no. <sighs> Hell no. Okay, so let me just say this. So I'm a I'm a big proponent of this. If you put somebody on social media, you invite us to this party at this point. So if some stuff goes south, I need to know why. And you know that's <laughs> what. Because <laughs> yeah, no, see, people love to do this stuff. People love to sit there and post. All me and Bay going man. here. Me and my boo doing this. Me and my uh-huh. boo doing that. But then all of a sudden, perfect example. A former co-worker of mine, like, randomly popped up and got married. We were like, where the hell this came from? Like, all our, all the co-workers were texting each other, like, when did this happen? Then all of a sudden, we never saw anything else about it. Mm. Like, but every post, you were um, supporting this person at their graduation. The person was taking your child out. Everything. It was, it was peaches and cream. But now, we heard nothing about it. Yo, you invited me to watch this episode. Let me see how it's going to end out. So, if you either going to post it or you're not going to post it. And I'm saying, don't post it. Because, see, when some stuff goes south, then all of a sudden, now your emotions are in play. And you don't want to post it because now people are going to judge you. Okay, so, on my birthday last year, one of the biggest arguments my ex and I got into is because he stopped posting me. We got into a, like an argument around February and he would not post me on Instagram. And he kept saying, on your birthday, I'm going to post you, I'm going to post you, I'm going to post you. My birthday rolls around and he posts me with my wig off. And I went, <laughs> What? Yes, that's the pettiness I'm talking about. I'm sorry. <laughs> and he was basically saying that, you know, I, I was showing people that I love you regardless. Right. And I was like, On my birthday, though? Right. Oh, but that was a passive aggressive petty move, too. I wow. thought so, too. It was yeah. definitely a passive aggressive petty and move. It was passive aggressive. And I saw that because here's the thing if that's my. 
I'm a very here's okay. I love small stuff. I love small stuff because anything I want, I'm gonna work and I'm gonna get it myself. You know, so I love the small stuff, and that was the small attention things that I did like. Not often, but I, I liked when he showed me attention in that way, and and it was long distance, so you really couldn't do much. So. When he did that, or when he started posting me, I felt like he stopped wanting to share the world with what me and him had. And although it may be petty, but I, I expressed that to him. Like, he was like, why do you care? And I was like, because it's like, we just kind of advertising our love. Now, right now, I'm not really doing the whole social media thing or whatever. And I see how petty it was for me to feel that mm -hmm. way. But at the time, that's what I valued. That's so right. just respect that, yeah. you know? You value certain things and your shoes and your this and your that. Right. And I respect that. So that's how I looked at it. I think, I think that people see our social media presence as a representation of who we are for everyone who can't be with us at all times. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. while I would not have an issue with not being posted, as a matter of fact, I've never posted anyone on my social media. Mm -hmm. um, and I've never allowed anyone that I've been with to really? post me on their social media. Um, my only concern is... Are you sending a message that you are single? If your if your social media lends Should itself it to, it does. This is what I'm saying. If your social media no lends, way. you can be on social media and have a social media presence, and people not have any idea about whether or not you're with someone. But if your social media presence lends itself to people feeling like you're single, or you're making posts. Yes. Or you're entertaining people in a way that I could deem inappropriate, then that's more so a problem than being posted on your social media. You don't have to post me. That's not that doesn't solidify anything for the me most. because I know people who will hit you up because you have yeah. someone mm -hmm. on your social yeah. media. But then that's when you have ability. to trust that person to say whether or not they actually entertain that. Because that's what I'm saying. You know, my perception. You could have a certain perception, but that's what people are going to mm -hmm. judge you off of. They're going to judge you off of that perception, but then. That's where you and your partner have to realize this is social media. This, this is, is real, real life. life. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I didn't post this. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bachelor because that's what, you know, is gaining likes. You know, in, in 2019, tw well, 2016 on up, the world revolves around likes. It revolves around likes and posts and retweets and all that stuff like that. And so that's the popular stuff. Right. I don't care about what yeah. anybody comments on your pictures, but I do care about how you respond. And so the way and that my the, thing. Yeah. the way that my social media is right now, if you scroll through my comments and my likes, I'm single AF, and you can tell based on the responses under the picture mm -hmm. and people like different people leaving ring emojis and tongue emojis and stuff like that. If I were in a relationship, I would never allow something like that to go on my social it, media. But would it would it matter if you respond? It, it would only matter if you respond though. Exactly. So but I am responding. I'm liking. I'm like. Oh, well, now, that's, 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 that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, nah, does your bad. social media say that you are single? Does it say that you're single? And for me right now, that's exactly what it says. But if I were in a relationship. Some comments might be turned off. Some might be deleted. Some people mm -hmm. might have to get a DM that says, hey, uh, you know, I know that I don't post about this and this is nothing, you know, and in slight to you. But I'd really like appreciate if you respect my wishes for you not to engage with my post in this way. But, but I've seen some instances right. where people that was in a relationship that would delete the comments. And then it would to come off as this. Yeah, You're it's hiding. come off as if I'm hiding something. Right. Like, and that comes with conversation. Right, but so I'm kind of like, it's still based off a of perception at the end of the day. Right, so. because why would you even entertain, if somebody, like, like if you posting thirst traps, just because you know it's going to gain likes, 
I ain't saying you. I'm not okay. saying okay. you're okay. doing it. Know, it. But, but from the word, <laughs> the word on the curve is that's what you like to do. I'm just saying. I'm, just joking. Oh, I'm, joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. That's not what they say. Make I'm joking. thirsty. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm just joking. But like, if you like to post thirst traps, and it's just you know it's for entertainment that's a purposes, response, right? And if people are responding to that, it's up to you whether or not you respond to it. Exactly. And that's so my if you part. don't respond to it. You know, they can post all they want. Exactly. Think about all the celebrities that are married that post shirtless exactly. pictures and bikini pictures all the time and how many comments. They don't respond to them, but I mean... You're comparing apples and oranges, though. Mm. Because we're not in the same type of field, we're not in the lifestyle. Okay, but I think that's what social media does. Social media does level that playing field. Yeah, because everybody in front of everyone. Right, it puts you in front of a whole audience of people that would know that would not necessarily be in front of you. Because if I post something, not only are you in front of me, you worked at the Walmart down the street. You just saw me. It's a little too close in proximity. I feel you on that. Okay, I feel you on that. But I mean, to be acceptable. When you, but I posted it, and it's nothing for me to get a couple thousand followers. That thousand followers can retweet what I just posted, so not everybody is yeah. seeing me just like they seen Kim Kardashian. Not, I mean, now that's apples and oranges, but you know, I mean, still comparing yeah. where it can share me out to other people besides just the people that's in this community. Okay. You know, so that's the only thing. And I personally don't uh, post my relationships on social media, and that's just something that I have to go through. I just don't like being associated with people. So, like, if somebody was to say I was to post somebody, I don't if I was to post somebody, then I, I would feel either. like I would have to constantly mm-hmm. go through you know what? this, oh, my God, where's so-and-so, where's so-and-so, where's so-and-so. So, and that's just honest. That's just that's just transparency. So, I'd rather not. Mm-hmm. I'd rather just keep the relationship so secure between us in real life. Until. Now, I may post you on my story, and then you may see a little divin now, but all these pictures that's permanent and staying there. That's not because this is just my self identity. You didn't even come my, to the story for me. This I'm is my digital profile, so I just I'm feel like no, if no. if this ends, then guess what? I still have my digital profile, and we still have our exactly. relationship that we exactly. got. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. but I don't have to go through all of this. I have to go through all this explaining about this relationship and stuff, and now it's just too much. Right, and even more so, <laughs> even more so the social media. <laughs> I was just having this conversation with a uh, guy earlier who was like, I feel like you try to keep me away from your friends and I don't understand why. And for me, it's about building a solid, uh, like, you know, foundation with you before I bring it to my friends. Because at the point that you meet my amazing and brilliant and wonderful friends, you're going to want to be around. But right. if we don't right, work exactly, out, then yeah. I need to be able... I can't be answered for them every time where is so-and-so or why, what haven't we seen... Or even hell, uh, well, last time you was with this person, and this time you with this person, that might be the case. But I need to have time personally exactly. to build that foundation before we start to include other yep. people mm-hmm. in our exactly. situation that we have going on. So for me to include you into the world, and I'm not no ring, no nothing like that. That's a lot. So okay, you said no what? No ring. Ring. Okay. That's it, bro. Could you date someone long long term knowing they won't become a boyfriend or girlfriend? Are we going around the table or are y'all just jumping in? I mean um repeat the question. Could you date someone? <laughs> stall, stall, stall. Could you date someone long term knowing they won't become a boyfriend or girlfriend? 
So I am just dating you. Why now? So I was going. Oh, so he, oh, entertainment. Damn, I, guess. I feel like I'm just like on an island over here. So let me just. I'm kinda, with you. I'm I, going I, with I want to. I want to preface. I want to preface what I'm going to say here. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you could, but only if it's communicated ahead of time. Yes. Like, um, if if you are with someone and you are totally letting that person know, hey. I'm just trying to have a good time. I'm really not looking for something long term. I'm really not looking for a full time commitment. I'm not looking to get married. And that person agrees to it. If four months down the line, you asking the question, what are we and what are we doing? Why are you asking this damn question when I told you what it was in month number one? You know, now, and so that's developed too, though. So. And that's what I said. Feelings are not feelings, but the fact is, we had this conversation. Right, but I told you from this, from jump what it was. And so, yeah, we might, and we might all develop feelings. All of our feelings could very well change. But if my feelings in month number four or six are still the same, you why are you trying to change that? Mm. Now, you Now, if you want to work to change that, that's on you. That's not on me. That's not on me and what I'm trying to do. Exactly. So that's why I don't feel like that's a one-sided thing because unless it wasn't communicated at the beginning. Now, if y'all both came into something that was thinking y'all were going to be in a relationship and then like all of a sudden y'all in like a situationship and I um, I had always, somebody told me that a situationship means you're a hoe. But uh, I don't feel like well. I was a hoe. Everybody, everybody's been in a situation. Everybody's been in a situation ship, and mm-hmm. I think that's what that ultimately boils down to: is that you're in a situation ship. You're not in a relationship. So mm. I think it depends on like how old you are and what your mindset. Well, let me not say how old you yeah, are. It just depends on what like what your mindset is. It depends on what your mindset is because, and then it, it's hard for me because sometimes I associate age with mm-hmm. mindset. But I'm going to eliminate age from the um, mm-hmm. perspective. It's about what your mindset is, and at the time, if this is something that you say is okay with you, then that's cool. But to say, uh, could you be with someone for a long term and they never become your boyfriend or girlfriend insinuates that at the point that it's yeah. not or no longer what you want to be, just get up and leave. Yeah. Just get up and leave. That's and you can't hold that. Too. Like, what are you right. Doing you right can't now? hold that against someone. If we've had a conversation. We said that this works for us at the point that it no longer works for you. Have the conversation. If you're still not on the same page. Get the hell on because you're right. never going to be able to convince someone to be something that they don't want to be. Even down to uh, Chloe and uh, Tristan. Oh, Is that true? Yeah, yes. it's true. She, uh, are, she already um, confirmed it. On anything Instagram. that you can do whatever you want to keep a man, but there's nothing you can do to keep a man who does not want to be kept. And if that man does not want to be kept, then he's going to do whatever he That's wants right. to do. It don't matter who you stole him from. It don't matter who you bring around the house. If that person does not want to be with you, then that's just what it Kids is. Kids not going to lock him down. Take it and move on. Take it that's and not, learn well, that's not. Well, first, well, I agree with what you're saying, but let's not make that gender specific. 
It's not okay, just if a men, woman yeah. don't yeah. walk, it's uh, not just men. It's not just men because I don't I want it to be for, painted. I speak for my preference in right. the situation. So right. I'm going to talk about my experience right. with men. But I'm, yeah, I, I get right, that. right. But yeah, I know what you mean. But I'm like, just saying, like, if it's same everyone, with the woman, same with the right. dog. If a dog don't want to be kept <laughs> on the leash, the dog will find a way to get off, <laughs> that, get off that damn leash. If yeah. a, a, a gerbil or a hamster don't want to run on that little spinning wheel, they're mm-hmm. not gonna run on that little spinning wheel. It's nothing that you can do to control mm-hmm. another mm-hmm. being to do that what you want true. them to do. And when you put yourself in situations that you try to control people in that way, and I've seen it, I've discouraged it. You end up driving your own self crazy mm-hmm. because you've taken on this goal, you've taken you on this task, you've taken on this mission, <laughs> and it's something you'll never be successful on if it's not a mutual interest. Yeah. You'll never be successful. You pull up at people's houses. And you can twist them any way you want to to get that, that temporary satisfaction. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'm going to push you up against the wall, and you might post me on your social media. But is that sustainable? Right. That's something you pushing people on the do. wall? Not no, me, that was just because no. I just said I never put them on social media. They haven't put. But I'm just saying in general, you can do what you want to do to manipulate situations, but people are only going to do what they want to do. Okay. Oh, good, good, good. Oh, okay. Well, this is only for really one person, really. At this question, so we're gonna let her. We're gonna let um, Tierra answer. We can this. All answer Ladies, are older men really better and more mature? No. Most of the time, older men are just as confused as a younger man. It's just it's easier to uh, plan things and date them because they're a little more established. But when it comes to the games, it, age doesn't really have a, you know what I mean? It's no age limit. They all play games. They all, it all depends on the individual. Yeah. And I know I said ladies, but I can speak right. on this also, like dating right. older, because, um, the first relationship with a man that I told my mom about with the, was with a person who was somewhat uh, older than me. Mm-hmm. And through my description of him to her, she was able to ascertain that without me explicitly saying, this is an older man. And at the point that I told her how old he was, her question was, well, he's so brilliant, remarkable, amazing, perfect, but he's single at this age. So right. what's the problem? And I tried not to take that mindset into my relationship with this person because he was all the things I said he was. And I really appreciated him. But I was quickly able to figure out the ways in which he was not, he was about the same as any 20-something-year-old that I would be dating. Because he had not dealt with situations from his he had not dealt with situations from when he was younger that kind of spilled over to him being older. And I'm like, at that age, I don't want to be dealing with some of the things that you're dealing yeah. with. And I was quickly able to see this is not a fruitful relationship yeah. for me to be a part Going of. Going back to what you said in the last question, because you were saying something to the effect of like... Age does age, not. Right. And so that's what... I mean, even though you said ladies, but like age really doesn't define who you are because you can be exactly. 50 and act like you're a teenager. Right. Or you could be, be 25 and, and be more mature like than a 43-year-old. The only yeah. thing about yeah. dating an older guy is that they're more financially established. The no. That I have. Well, I mean, that's what I was going to say. Those are the ones that you made the exception for. I mean, for me, I do feel like the older men <laughs> are. you date up. <laughs> the older men are, you know, in that area of just being provided. And I think the perception yeah. is that the older that you date, um, you would think that they would have it together, but just like how That's y'all saying, like day, you know, they're no, not, no. I'm talking about like mentally, as far as like in a relationship, even, like no, they treat it, but 
But I think when a lot of people think older, like the money part do come in. But then, as human beings, you want the the feeling part to be there also. And then exactly. you find out that that's not there. And then it's kind of like, well, you just another nigga, but you just got money. Exactly. So, and I think it's, it's just hard being young, uh, gifted, and successful. And I, I know that um, we, we, we all know what our situations are. Mm-hmm. And we know that, well, for me, I can't speak for everyone else's experience, but for me, in situations that I've been in with people my age, a lot of times they need a little more time to get where I am in terms of my mindset. They need a little more time to get where I am financially in terms of like mm-hmm. just where I am in life. And so... But that's a conversation for another day. It I is. Can take that okay, one let's, do it. let's do it. Let's do another day, brother. I can brother. take that one around. Let's do another another day. Day. <laughs> it's just going to take some time. But I often get told by people like, you're too good for me. And that's the biggest blow to a person's ego. I and think. then also, I think that this generation, our generation, is not taking the time to actually build with someone. I think a lot of people would just rather say, I'm here and you're here. And rather than just going through the phases to get to somewhere where you guys can actually meet, it's kind of like, a, well, you ain't got it. So guess what? Somebody out here got it. It goes back to what I said earlier. You I, have to demonstrate your capacity. Yeah, so you might not be there right now. I'll work with some capacity. But some people, I mean, I'm, so, I'm But some people, right, right, right. But I'll work, I'll work with your capacity. I'll meet you where you are. If you're employed, enlisted, or enrolled, like, we can have conversations about some things. Especially but in Atlanta. So it's in like, situations where you're not, I'm not going to be uh, like, I'm not going to go through eating at the, you know, whatever, whatever, when my preference is something yeah. because I don't want to, you know. It's called a compromise. I don't yeah. want to. It's called a compromise, though. But you have to I have mean, something worth right. compromising see, for. But yeah, you know? see, that's the part that we're talking about. It's you might it. not meet me on this end, but you can meet me on this end. Right. Yeah, that's true. That takes a lot. Okay. It's King's turn. <clears throat> Pick a good one. Hear ye, hear ye. Oh. Yeah, this is a good one. Are you obligated? That's a strong word. Are you obligated to tell your new partner that you dealt with someone that they know previously? Yes. What do they mean by they know previously? I think, okay, (laughs) I'm going to reword this question in a way that I think they meant for it to read. Are you obligated to tell your new partner that you previously dealt with someone that they know? Yes. Okay. Um, C. What else? Is you, how, what other language? Italy. Can First you say that? Oh, somebody like so somebody that they also dated. No, someone oh, no, they, they know. know. Like if I date one, if I dated someone and you know them, should I tell you that if we're going to be dating? Okay. Oh, okay. if I'm about to be dating Tiara yeah. and I dated uh, Marquise, Marquise right. um, should I tell Tiara that I dated Marquise? But, because if they know each other, they got to be in some circle together. But see, here's the thing that we have to really understand that people talk. So before you probably already told them, I'm on the phone with my friend saying, hey, you know, such and such, I just made him be cute. And boom, she's going to lay it on me about this person. Exactly. So they're going to tell me. So it's best to be honest. Exactly. Because Going to be your up front friends, now. if they're real exactly. friends, and not any blurs, but if they're real friends, <laughs> they're going to tell you the truth. They're going to tell you who that person is. And you is, don't want to hear it. All about it. You don't want to hear from yeah. someone else. And then they start giving... 55 other like scenarios and you give this version yes, of what because, happened. Because then the trust takes a hit. And this is what we are talking about yesterday. Um, I have a large friend group. So let's say we've known each other for 10 years, right? Okay, so if I got eight friends and we've known each other for 10 years, if they only date one person a year, that's 80 people that have been dated by my friends. 
And so inevitably, I'm going to run into someone that has dated one of my friends right, for as small right. as the dating scene is here in Atlanta. But the difference is, are you being upfront and honest about the fact that you dated my friend? Because if you're not, then that leads me to believe that you have the capacity to be a liar. Mm. And lying by omission is just as horrible as lying. I learned like that the hard way. When you, by, I don't you know, feel this, that you can lie about, like, I don't feel lying by omission is hard. Or is bad, but some people do feel like what you're saying. Yeah, because lies are told you told with me I was intentions. My mission on the last episode that we had, so <laughs> <laughs> so this is my this is my own thing. Lies are told with lies. intentions to deceive. So, did you not tell me that you dated Mm-mm. this person because you were fearful? Lies are not told about the intention to deceive. No, and that that I don't feel that they are. I do. I feel that li- some lies can be told with the intention to protect. I might not tell you something. How are you protecting because, yourself? Because I, not myself, but I may be protecting you because I don't want you to know certain things. So that's deception. It's not I'm not deceiving you or anything because. Yes, you are. You no, didn't tell me something because you were afraid uh-huh. about me not being protected. You could have my best interest But going back to if I know how you are and I know how you react. Why would I even put you in that predicament where I'm going to tell you something that will cause you to react this way? Because that you doesn't told, make like sense. you said earlier, we're grown and we have to make decisions. But why would I make? Why would I even put you in that predicament to make you make that choice? I'm not going to let you make that choice for you, and I know how you react. That doesn't make sense. But is that to fair me. to the person though? It, it doesn't is control fair. that. It takes away their ability that, yeah. to make Are a decision you for themselves. That? Because it, it does. You said something. You, I, I I listened to your other podcast. No. You said something. That was very poignant. You said you don't want to take on anybody else's other emotions or bullshit that they have to deal with. I'm paraphrasing, mm-hmm. but but that's kind of like if I if I know you got all this other bullshit that comes with you, why am I going to bring this other bullshit onto you? And I know it's going to bring more bullshit. Right. I don't want to take that on. I think that I know you don't want to take that on. So why am I going to bring oh, this yeah. onto you? I think that's, <laughs> uh, Marquise. I say this. I think that is. Uh, lie told with intentions to protect. I think that could yes. be true. And that's what but at that's the end of the day, mission, but it's not deceptive. At the end of the day, it's still deceptive. It's still mm-hmm. deceptive. You had very good intentions, but have you ever heard the quote, the rate, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Well, yeah. And at the point that that person finds out that you did not tell them something because you tried to protect them, most of the time, they're still going to be pissed off at you because you simply did not give them the opportunity to make that decision. If they find Especially out. if other if, people But they always tell everything done in the dark, in my experience, has always come to the light. So that's why, because I have told lies by omission with the intentions of protecting someone's feelings or placing the responsibility where I felt like the responsibility should be to share. If it's not my responsibility to share, I'm not going to tell you. But I still see how the aftermath affected my relationship with people who felt like I would have been more forthcoming about right. information I knew. No, I, I totally agree with that. I'm just but saying, yeah, I, agree I don't with you. feel I agree. that. Like, I, I, agree. I feel like if you lie about omission for some things, like, yeah, if you lie about omission for something that could be very detrimental to, like, the relationship, then yes. But if you're doing something to protect someone and you know how they are, you know how they react, you know what could come from this, yeah. then at that point, why would you what sit there and say it? But well, why would you say it? Because right. you know what is going, you know what's going to happen, and you know the outcome that's going to happen from it. So why rock the boat? Mm. Interesting, interesting, interesting perspective. Yeah, yeah yes. it is. 
Okay, so uh, we're gonna do two more questions. All right. Or we can do like a speed round. Oh, speed um, round. Speed round. We got some shut my ass up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, okay. Grammy Award um, speeches. All right, explain the difference between making love and having sex. So we'll let the first two answer and then we'll go to the next question. And then the next two has to answer the next question. So. You know, love has a, 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 a layer of passion mm-hmm. attached to it. And so how passionate is this sex? Is this just a boom, boom, bam, and I'm out the door? Or is this a, I, you know, want you to feel every ounce of me in this moment and make mm-hmm. sure that you're thinking about me when I leave? Is it passion? <laughs> <laughs> you never made love? <laughs> I, I, I want to agree just a little piece with you on I that. I think make, oh, you want to answer that? Okay, so that well, no, you go question. ahead and answer because I really don't want to answer that question. I just want to disagree a well, little you piece. You can't see, no. But uh, I, I just disagree with okay, what he ahead. said, the part well, about, um, about like, you like bang or me wanting you to remember who I am. That can be some good sex. I'm, t- I'm just talking about love as an entity. Love is a lingering feeling. But, That's but, my only thing that I'm saying. If I made love to you, therefore it it was more than just a physical aspect. It was a mental aspect. It was something that I could have done to you that was outside of the bedroom. And it was what led up to the bedroom, but it allowed me to showcase my love to you in that bedroom. Absolutely. At that point. And so that's kind of my definition of it. Like, it necessarily wouldn't be sex. Sex will go back to what I said at the beginning. If we just come on the first date and I'm horny, you look good, let's just get this in. Let's get this popping. Now, could it... <laughs> could it Could it go to something that's deeper? Yes, it could. But it might not necessarily go to something that's deeper. So. I'm with you. I'm with you. What you gonna feel this? Who's my ringtone? Okay. <laughs> Why let him or her give you oral sex if you don't like them at all? Am I the Because you're trying to bust. <laughs> I am... So, oh, I'm not even going to say it. No, go ahead, please. I don't want your viewers. I am not into... I can't say it. Yes, oh, you can. No, I can't. Pour you a drink first because I think you I can. know what you're going this for and I'm about song. to be disappointed in you. Well, here's like. the thing. <laughs> The question no, was, why let, what were you going to say? Why let him or her give you oral sex if you don't like them at all? Why oh, okay. I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were like, yeah. I was just trying to jump in. I was just trying to jump in. So I think we, we, you know, both of us yeah, do have to answer that. Why you I got it. But you can say, look, be honestly transparent as much as much as you want. Um but I think that um I mean if you don't like them at all, then I think it's really just I think that's just a personal decision of you. Just having a need, just right. to say that yeah. I want you to just give me head, and, and you bring a tool just, with no responsibility. I can bring the tool, and I don't have to do that. <laughs> so I think that's but just what it is. That's I mean, what it is. but um, and then sometimes that that's that's just enough for some people. If it's enough for them, that's all. No, I mean that that's that act is right. enough itself, even for you, even if you didn't want to take it that far, or for them, if you felt like look. Let me reward you just because you know. <laughs> See, I chose not to answer because no, it's wait. Round. I want to. So, I want 
I just Tara, want to, to, to answer yeah, this I question. Yeah, I try not to answer her because out of respect for the show, this is speed round. So I, I don't think. No, go ahead. Yeah, seriously, you're fine. I can speed through my response. No, you can't. Go ahead. It's fine. Go ahead. Me personally, <laughs> I honestly no, seriously, me personally, I, I couldn't. I'm not a just oral sex person, so just oral sex person wouldn't satisfy me. So even if I did not like you like that, if I didn't like you like that, we're not even gonna get to that level. But I'm not going to just be okay with that because that's just not me. Yeah, I just I it's, it's like foreplay, you know what I mean? So it's like that's it. Yeah, uh, no. Mm-mm. That's well, have I you ever gotten it. to the place where it kind of... You, what, was the interview? What? Oh, no. Oh, Shall I proceed? I don't know. What a little horror Fire. 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 Because I want you to realize, like, why we are together. Now, I will say, men have asked me to tone it down. Like, if I'm wearing shorts or something like that or a certain style or a certain look, he's like, oh, what, what are you doing? You know? It's like, are you trying to do this for other men to get their attention? So, I've been asked to tone it down. But, no, I don't think women Did should tone do down it? their sexy. No. And so, can I ask you this question? Here we go. What is... Yeah, get it time. Oh, see? Marquise can do it, but me, it's fine. Can I ask you this question? So... (laughs) Okay, so Marquise has interviewing privileges. I don't. Okay, So... Barnell Hill. Yeah. Yeah. Your man. Yeah, um... So, if he asked... So, he asked you to tone it down. Now, granted, he met you like that. No. So, he didn't even meet you like that. So, now you're giving some extra. Well, he met me in the winter. Oh, so now you're giving summertime vibes. So summertime so you're giving summer vibes. He didn't even know. He didn't take time right. to know what your summer was giving. So That's the problem. summertime vibes. Of course, I'm in the shorts, the heels, the, you know, the look. And he's like, oh, what are you doing? And so you, and so what was wrong with him asking that? I don't think it was nothing wrong. And you didn't even like, but my, my question is. Um, I thought it was flattering him, really. It is flattering because he thinks enough of you to say that. So, or he's insecure enough to ask you to change who you are so that he'll feel. He could, yeah, that could be a reason too. But he Mm. could also think enough of you too that because I can be secure as all get out, niggas ain't. And if I take you out, and just like you said, if somebody people are bold, and we are in Atlanta, people in Atlanta are bold. But that's the no world, matter your, Yeah, it is the world. It that's is the world. world but no Atlanta's a whole nother world. Let me tell you, we've been out together, and I could be wearing, um, just we're coming from the gym together. And he was like, oh my gosh, somebody was really staring at your print and those leggings. And I was like, really? I paid no attention to it. Because he asked my, you know, significant other, he's looking at that. I may not be. So out of respect for him, yeah, I'll tone it down. Because right. it's like with the um, earlier question, when you know what you have, you're going to do you what you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's and it's that's what I mean. But that's what I'm saying. So, so why didn't you change that. it at that point? Why didn't you change it? If you knew, because like he sees something that he knows everybody else is going to see this too. Like I see what you got. I know what you got. I like what you got. At the time he made that comment, we weren't together. 
Oh, and here's my problem. Yeah. Here's my problem. It's probably why I'm single and I probably remain single. Um, <laughs> at the point as you start making those small little things, like it might start out small, but mm. those things just always trickle into right. controlling behavior. Yeah, so I, I that, just would no, never want to feel I, like I, that. I think that goes down to the communication. Exactly. And because so that means that you decided to be with me prematurely. If you had not had a, a full chance to understand who I am as a person fully before you decided you want to be in a relationship with me, don't come into a relationship trying to change who I am because right. I'm coming into a relationship as a whole person looking right. for another whole person right. and deciding to accept that I don't think it's is. trying to change who you are. I think it's trying to limit me coming out of character because... Insecurity. You, I don't feel that that's insecure because let's just say if somebody tries you, now what am I supposed to do? Step back, and if I step back now, what do you think of me? No, just say she good, we good. And but that's just like the community. But just then, like but when a when a dude don't take that, and he, I don't give a fuck about you. So now we got to fight because you're sexual harassing me. Okay, but now <laughs> I got to sit here and have, but I got to have these little arguments all the time because you choose to dress how you want to dress. I know the reaction is going to get. But at the get. same time, you knew what you got yourself into when you were like talking with the person and know like... Apparently he didn't like, know because he had the problem. That's the problem. Now we work together, but if I'm dressed sexy with him, people will look. I mean, they're going to look. Right, and right. He, and you know what he said? He said, I know what I have. Right. People are going to look. And the same thing with me. I know what I have. Mm-hmm. People are going to look. But it, it's just that it is just a look. I can't yeah. help that. It is a look. And but you're still you looking control. at people. And they're still looking at people. I'm not people they know my other. Right, right. So but you can control. Of... But you, what you can do is control how they look and how long they look. Like, yes, yeah. It, it ain't, no, I'm not saying he needs to control it. Okay, but I'm okay, saying okay. you. she can control how it is. Like, if I know mm-hmm. something is going. Like, if you saying we leave mm-hmm. from the gym and I see your camel toe and everything that's coming along with it. You know, if I see all of that that's coming along with it, hey. You might want to be a little cognizant of what it is that you're bringing out because I like it, this nigga like it, that nigga like it, this chick right here like it too. Everybody around here likes it. So I feel like it's still there are small changes you can make, right? There are small there are changes you can make, but I don't. Right, but I I don't feel like it's insecure. I just feel like it's being like because see, when somebody tried, all it takes is for somebody Mm -hmm. to try them. Mm -hmm. Now I got to step up. Mm Mm-hmm. Why you keep making me step up for these people? I ain't saying dress like a nun, but I'm saying be more cognizant of what it is. I mean, of what it is that you're doing, and that's that's male or female. Everybody in all relationships, be more cognizant because it's not about what you do; it's just how you, how do, you do it, it and how you present yourself right. when you're doing it. Because if you know it's going to cause a reaction, you know you're going out to cause reaction. Like you know you look good, but that's just like man with. If, if you talk to men these days and you see their whole Instagram is just all chest, abs, six pack, they're going to tell you this is my fitness journey. Mm-hmm. And then if you're going to get into a relationship with somebody like that, how do I look like saying, look, this is too much attention for you. You need to tone it down. You need to pull on the shirt. But that, they met you like that. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, though, okay. But I'm saying like it's just the perception of for them that this is my fitness journey. But to the world, it's like, oh, he sees it. He likes it. He likes it. Oh, and my thing is you don't well, need to I, be. I told him he can't wear gray sweatpants. There you go. 
See, but at the same time, it's like, like where are you going dressed as a slut? Well, see, like, right. <laughs> I but just, like, no, 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 no. Yeah. That's, just, that's a that's very slippery. Thing, though, yeah. Like, what you not wearing that's shorts. A, that's a very slippery, slippery, slippery slope because it's just, it just, it transcends, like, just a relationship, but it, it gives people the message that based on what I'm wearing, I should be perceived in a certain way. Um, and I just think it's very dangerous anytime a man tells a woman what she should or should not or be wearing. And I will, to you know, to appease you, I will say, and vice versa, it's very dangerous. <laughs> no, because I do believe that he right. has shifted yeah. my mindset and the yeah. biases that we take based on what genders uh, present. Mm-hmm. Because ordinarily in, in our culture, especially in the black community, the idea is that the man is the head of household right. or that they should make decisions for the wife or the, or um, even my aunties have said well, let things me switch like it that. In and let me use two guys and I'm going to use your example there ain't no nigga ever telling me what I can but can't see wear. but I'm just saying it's not out of it's not out of controlling I feel like it's out of respect because you want like people could come at you sideways all they want if somebody their, their fitness lifestyle if that's what they're coming at you off of or their fitness lifestyle you know why do you keep going out in these cut-off shirt, shirts? Or why do you keep going out in gray sweatpants? Because it's why, what's comfortable. It's what's comfortable to you, and it's your fitness lifestyle. But hey, look, you know people going to try you. And if we together and they keep trying you, and they don't think anything of me, because that's how a lot of people are in relationships. Right. I know what I got, right. and you ain't wearing no and gray sweatpants. The more, that's the more responsible but like, you stance, I think, is to say I can't, I can't control other people mm-hmm. or what their perceptions are mm-hmm. but let's set uh let's set some boundaries and some understandings that are reasonable i'm not telling you, you can't wear shorts and heels in the summer but i'm i might there may be a be certain way that, there may be a certain way i want you to respond if someone is showing you inappropriate attention. okay well that would be better yeah that would probably be better right. for instance look away while I handle it, you know, like maybe that's right. something that's more reasonable than being, than saying like, that listen, would be more I love you yeah. because you you caught my attention because you're sexy, and now I'm expecting that you just cover it up and be a uh, uh, Dolores Van Cartier so that nobody will. Uh, Who the fuck is that? Sister Mary Clarence. Oh shit! I'm sister, sister. Sister. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, he be trying to show his college. That is not. That is his not college. college. That is Sister A. His pop culture. That's just so like, that. So but yeah, it's just I just I don't want to be with anyone that I have to change in order to feel comfortable. I, don't I think the thing about it is he actually made me feel better when he said something about the way I dress because it was like he was. He notices you. He cares, and that's he my cares. point. He like he sees you. Bad. He sees what you're worth, and it's not that I'm I'm being like overbearing of what you're worth. It's that. I want to make sure that nobody tries you because yeah. if somebody tries you, all it's going to take, I mean, and the thing is, you can try to be as macho as you want, but if some, somebody's going to be stronger than you, so, so now how you going to look at me? But see, How you going to look at me now if somebody don't punk and be security? I have a, I, I'm a chubby chaser, so I've always stated big guys. Me too. So, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's changing, though. But. <laughs> <laughs> it don't be shit either. Okay. It's, it's <laughs> Skinny guys, 
I and I think nobody ever really kind of approached me because they see me with him. We walk closely together, and if I'm looking at the door, just leaving a restaurant, and he notices like, wow, these few men turned their head. He actually told me it makes him feel good because it's like, wow, look at this. So it never was, hey, you don't need to wear that now. When right. I'm by myself, he's like, mm, no, nah. right, right. But when we're together, he's always encouraging me to, you know, feel comfortable, look sexy. Which, which is nothing wrong with that. But I mean, if it's something where you get to the point of where you know it's going to draw a speed round. Oh, I, know. <laughs> yeah, that was I mean, hey, we got to do it. We got to do it. We started spill. We started spill. Yeah. You know I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know let me the cut people. the speed round off. Let me cut the speed round off because I did. Yeah. Let me cut the speed round off. Okay, so I'm gonna get a question. <laughs> okay, Varnell. I'm gonna get uh. We could, okay, so I'm gonna get a question from one of my viewers. Um, so let's this, get a few, brother. This no. question <laughs> says, um, "Viewers, get it all for my viewers." You know, um, <laughs> this question is, uh, "Why do women express how they feel towards a man after he is in an exclusive relationship?" Oh. Oh, let me tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> I know why too. <laughs> Let me tell you, it's so weird, but when you are in a relationship with someone, that person becomes ten times more, more attractive. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, wow, yeah. look at him. <laughs> look how out. sexy he is and responsible. Look how, you know, so it feels like he is someone that is capable of settling down. And no, he didn't choose to settle down with me. But Wow, it just makes them more attractive because it shows a different side of them and it's the responsibility side. So it shows their hater? capacity to yeah. be in a relationship. Yeah, you become does. a hater then? Or no? No, you don't become a hater, okay. but it's like... Depending yeah. on how you act. Right. That was, yeah. That's you know? what I I don't Because I've looked at some people who end up in relationships or like get married or like having children. I'm just like, mm. okay. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, happy birthday. But we are growing up, so... That's right, I know my good thing is coming. Some people are just like, hey, I gotta live my life and just pop these babies Keep out. Keep moving, yeah. Okay. Okay. Y'all, y'all and then we do have two questions, but we'll we just do one, one more. No, let's do both. Let's do okay, both. we'll do both. Yeah. <laughs> Why is it okay to ask a female if she's ever been with a woman, but it's offensive to ask a male if he's ever been with a man? And I think because culturally speaking, there are so many biases when it comes to men and women. And that's something, you know, it's just bigger than us. So um, I guess it's a little as as time progresses, I think it's a little more acceptable for a woman to have been with a woman than it is for a man to have been with a man. I don't know why, but as time progresses, it's more okay. You see it more common on TV where women talking about how they experimented in their college years. But if a man says it, like in the episode of Insecure, if a man says mm-hmm. it, it's Molly like, couldn't stand it. Molly, Mo- couldn't Molly stand hated it. Molly wasn't there's trying a, to hear it. Yeah, there's a sense. So it's, it's a double standard. There's a, first of all, men sexualize the idea. That's a fantasy for men to be with two women. So that's mm-hmm. the first part. So that eliminates the stigma from the female to, uh, to the male because for her I can tell a man I've been with another woman and he not think that I am a strict lesbian however for a man and dealing with uh, men who are like down low or like who have baby mamas out the ass and stuff like that like they know that at the point that they say I have had experience with another man 
that's the end of the conversation. That's cut and dry. You are gay, sir. You're not. You. We we even uh, discourage bisexuality in the black community, um, and even in the gay community, yeah, there yeah, are gay people sure who uh, discourage the idea of bisexuality or said it says say that it does not exist. But for men, men um, kind of sexualized idea of two women being together. But for two men being together, that's gay. And you can't tell me nothing because if you thought enough to put a penis next to yours, then that is who you are as a person. And you don't have a means to come back from that, which is not always true. Um, I think that men can be just as experimental as women can. And I know men who have had dealings with men and will never do that again. I know women who've had experiences with women or with men and still want to be with women. I was recently reading an article on Cosmo about anal sex and how women are more kind of open to the idea. Open to the idea, and before it was a taboo. Like, okay, if a man wants anal sex, he's gay. I blame Janae Aiko. And you know, uh, right? But if it's uh, (laughs) what? Isn't she the one who said you got to eat the booty like groceries? But you gotta oh, wow. like, I, thought, I thought a couple of people said that. I thought you saw no, the game. Who saw was that? Yeah, 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 that was that. Brown. That was no, her, right? Yeah, no, that was her. That was her. And then Charlamagne like started talking about getting his booty mm-hmm. aid. So and it, then, yeah, it was like a big. And so as time progresses, people are more open to trying different things. And it's more than sexuality. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I wanted you to know, Tierra. Yeah, I. um... I just wanted to hear your perspective because as a it's black like, woman, because for black culture. women, the, in the black culture, and that's what you were saying, culture, in the black culture or the black community, it's very taboo to look at any man that has ever done anything with another female or a male, you know, any cross things like that. And it, it's, it's, we're like the only culture, I think, that is like that. I think we are the only culture. Uh, that's because we good back well, with Christians, the only, right? And we just want to make it to the, the pearly gates. But that's the thing because we've been taught, we've been indoctrinated with religion. <laughs> that's is right. the answer. Religion is the answer. Religion cures everything. Religion, um, you know, helps everything out. And coming from, I guess, the slave trade, when you know you had your black men that were demasculated. You know, they were whipped. They were used as objects and everything like that. Did y'all ever see that show Underground? Y'all never saw that? I saw a few episodes. Okay, so Underground, like, put a lot of those things into perspective where, like, the guys were either, they were used as sex objects, either for the men or the women. women. It didn't matter. It didn't matter what they were used for, but they were used because of their physique, because of who they were, and because it was exotic. It was something that was new. And I think that kind of transcends into our culture today and why a lot of black females feel the same way because I'm willing to put money on it. You could poll a hundred women right now, a hundred African American women, and maybe one would say it's okay to deal with a guy that has ever dealt with another guy because they just will not feel that way just because of what they've been taught, and you know from you know past. Yeah, it's just something that's not normalized yet. So I think we're doing the works of our next generation to come. So Absolutely. we can actually have lives that are more free and just not so. Yeah, someone has to plant the seed yeah, of the shade the tree that of, someone one day sit under. Yeah. And it takes a while to get there. But I do think um, if women do pursue women, they're gay. So Really? Yeah. Really? I think if you had some kind of attraction to a female you or if you did something, I think you're gay. Really? And I hold you to the same accountability 
as a man, if so, we and so you feel the same way for so a guy too. So you don't think bisexuality doesn't exist? Yes, but what I'm saying is, I'm thinking like, okay, you're a part of the LGBT. Yes, community. that's what right. I'm saying. You don't right. have to claim but, it, but you don't have to, but you don't have to claim gay, it, and you don't have to put a label. You don't have to put a label on it. But what I'm saying is right. like, I'm not holding you. Me personally, I'm not holding you too strict. Heterosexual, so that's you. what I'm saying. Right, okay. in my head. And the so, difference is, we have a, a very clear picture of what a gay man looks like in our mind, but we don't necessarily have that picture of a gay woman because you could be. We do, but then you got we, a, a, we do have one. We do have a of picture. a butch lesbian. Yes, that's what I was gonna say. and hell, but looking like uh, who would be considered like a butch lesbian, like Serena Williams. No. If you look at her effect, come on now. No. That is a no. strong no. athletic woman. You owe me an apology. <laughs> no. That is a no. strong because I, I would never cheat to win. I would no. rather lose. I okay? would, I would never. Say, <laughs> I was going to say, and I was going to go to the opposite range. I was going to say like Ellen. Ellen is what you would consider. That's a white woman. Though. But but okay, but Ellen is what you would consider. That short haircut, the slacks. The button downs, the cardigans. That ain't what a black butch woman looks like. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. You don't see no black butch lesbian like Serena Williams. No, you don't. You don't see no black lesbian. What black butch lesbian you see that look like Serena Williams? I think my idea is close, more closely associated with like the athleticism and like the body, the physique, and how they carry themselves. Monday through Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Period. I like to be comfortable. You don't have no, but what I mean by I mean like the short haircut and every like where basically you address like one of uh like me. No, because I don't dress like you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we are at the end of the show and uh as always, um I wanna thank you guys for uh being on my first uh guest podcast episode so i want to thank you all tiara marquise and king so thank you guys i hope you guys enjoyed the show and as always i like to end with a quote um and the quote is the beginning of love is to let those we love be perfectly themselves and not to twist them to fit our own image otherwise we love only the reflection of ourselves we find in them so peace and love until next time and happy black history month yay